Good evening, everybody, and welcome again to Our Fellow Man, the podcast where I, your humble host, Robert Smallwood, speak on issues involving and revolving around men in the wider world in which we live. I want to welcome all you guys, uh, first-time listeners or those who have been listening to my little humble project here um, before. Uh, if it's your first time listening in, I hope you enjoy your stay and welcome, and I uh, really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to uh, kind of see what this is about and uh, check it out for yourself. Um, so this is a segment I call Weekly Briefing, where I kind of give snapshots of my thoughts throughout the week pertaining to everything from current events to sports to hobbies I have, um, recommendations I'd like to kind of offer you guys and share with you, um, and then other general tidbits or things that I'm thinking of currently. Um, so from this week, let's, let's get right into it, uh, for the week here ending on January 29th, 2021. So, uh, I have just began, uh, begun watching the Mandalorian on Disney plus. Um, yeah, I, I have a tendency to be late to the party, so to speak. Um, I know, I, I think, I believe the second season is concluded, so I'm just getting through the first um, with my uh, daughter, and it is it has been terrific thus far. Uh, we just finished the first season last night. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, the only blip I saw, and I was kind of weary a little bit, was on the um, fourth episode. It was a little overly dramatic and, and kind of hokey, actually, the fight scenes and kind of this girl power overture kind of hanging over the episode at the end and um, you know, this kind of awkward hint of romance for the masked hero. Um, but other than that, I thought the, after episode four, you know, it turned around and I, I really enjoyed the final, uh, I believe, three or four episodes um, and the ones before that one as well. And the fourth one started strong. I, I enjoyed the beginning. It just kind of tapered off a little bit there for me, for my personal taste. But it's been really cool. And and part of uh, what this weekly briefing is to kind of share these things with you guys and see what you're, uh, what you're doing. Like kind of, you know, if you're listening, maybe you haven't heard of some of the things that I'm going to share or, or whatever. And uh, you can maybe research it yourself and check it you know, check it out, whatever it might be, and see if you enjoy it. Um, so the sharing aspect is 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 really cool. I enjoy doing that. I always have. I, I've always loved going to concerts and going to the movies. And, you know, you share in this kind of communal experience with other people that you don't even know. And I've always thought that that was a really, really cool thing. So to be able to do this with my daughter whether it be a movie or TV show like The Mandalorian or, you know, whatever else. I, you know, she's getting older. I have less and less days of these coming. So, you know, that's something I really value and, and really hold dear. So uh, if you guys haven't seen it, if you're interested in that sort of thing, it's it's kind of a takeoff of Star Wars. Uh, I, I even asked my daughter, and I'm, I'm still not really sure if it's supposed to be like a continuation, like after Star Wars or before, I, I still don't know. I don't. I don't get into that kind of uh, depth 
and trying to figure that out on the internet or whatever. So, but if you're if you liked Star Wars as a kid, like I did, and still do, um, you'd probably enjoy it. it, it it's really good. Um, the Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, I'm pulling for the Bucks. I know all you Tom Brady haters out there. You know, he has multiple rings. He's got a beautiful wife. He's, you know, you're jealous or whatever. Um, you know, I know he's got rings, and I know he's been applauded with accolades his whole career after, he, you know, the, the first one especially. Um, but, and and this goes specifically to any Ram fans out there, any fellow Ram fans. I might get them in a little bit of a tizzy here. But I like the guy. I respect him. I, I, he's a great player. Anybody that denies that is, they don't know football. Um, he's a difference maker, and I like the way he leads. I like. I think he's. You know, I, I don't know what he's like off the field, but I think he seems, for the most part, to be a good dude. Um, but you know, I'm I'm pulling for them. Um, plus the, the talk of Mahomes being already an all-time great. He's only going to ramp up if he wins another um, another Super Bowl ring, and I think this was his third year of starting. You know, he seems like a good kid, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of stubborn with football. I've been watching it all my life, um, literally. Uh, there's pictures of me when I was a kid, I think hiking the ball when I was like a year old or something. I mean, I was just born in Texas, and there's, you know, old jokes about, you know, it's basically what, most boys are born to do down there and just it's just all around you and my dad is a huge football fan so but I'm kind of stubborn when it comes to you know I think guys should be in the NFL should be playing at their position um at an almost impossibly great level for more than just a couple years for them to be considered an all-timer or or even broaching the subject of the hall of fame and I've heard several people do that with him and I believe he's only started two or three years um, there's no denying he's played really well, if not great. Uh, there's no denying how much talent he has. And, and like I said, he seems like a really good kid. But um, I think the media, the sports media, are really quick. You know, They're always searching for headlines and things that are going to pop to the audience. And, you know, fantasy football and just people that don't really study the game and really literally watch, like, every play but that are focused on highlights. And so I think the media is looking, just like our news media, looking for headlines to just, you know, plaster all over the place and get people's attention. And I think they do that with a lot of players. You know, a guy's play has one great year and all of a sudden he's great. Um, that's just not the way that... I don't look at it that way as a fan. Um, you know, I'm a Rams fan. Uh, Aaron Donald just finished, I think, his seventh year. You know, after his third or fourth, you know, into his fifth year, I mean, you could see, you could see when he was a rookie that, wow, this, okay, we might have something here. And then once you start getting into that third, fourth, fifth year, um, you know, you, you start turning the corner. If you're still performing like that, you know, you're really, really good. You're, you're, you're getting close to being considered great. And then, I mean, by now, he's had an additional couple years He's been a dominant, terrific, great player. Um, there's no question. I think if he retired tomorrow, he'd go to the Hall of Fame. 
Um, so, you know, now, Mahomes wins it. He comes back next year, has another great year. You, you know, yeah, then I think the start, the, it's definite that he's, he's a great player. He might already be right now. Um, and then you can start talking. After you get into a few years consistently performing at a super high level, then I think, all right, th- this guy's on the trajectory towards maybe the Hall of Fame. But um, to get back to my original point, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for the Bucks. I, I just think that, um, you know, I don't really want to see anybody repeat, too. I think that's another part of it. Um, but for the most part, though, I, I mean... The real hope I have is that it's a good game. You know, the Chiefs win. I'm not going to be upset or anything. So let's hope it's a good game. And uh, for just to just to add in real briefly, no, I don't watch the halftime. I haven't watched halftime for years. I barely watch any pregame stuff anymore. Um, there's too much politics. There's too much identity politics. There's too much um, just garbage. When I was a kid... It was Brett Musburger, Irv Cross, Jimmy the Greek. It was uh, ESPN when they were first starting. It was, um, I remember being a kid growing up in Texas. They had, uh, I think it was the Tex Schramm show or Tom Landry show or something. And they would study, they would show film of plays and break it down. And it was awesome. It was actually about football and the game and the kind of chess-like maneuvers that, are, that, that unfold uh, every play. Um, now, uh, pregame shows and halftimes, it's, it's like theater, it's like entertainment strictly. And, uh, I think that's been one of the worst things that's ever happened to the sport. Um, I watch it for the game. I watch it for the sport because it's the greatest sport there is. And, you know, I have no interest in watching these halftime, uh, fiascos. They're just stupid to me. Um, next, uh, so I'm rereading a book by Cormac McCarthy called All the Pretty Horses right now. Um, just started it again. Um, I have a tendency, it's something I'm not happy with about myself where I will start a book, um, go for a while reading it. Um, I do not devour it like my daughter does, like her mother does, um, where they can sit down for the weekend, um, a set of hours over a weekend period or whatever, and, and completely read a book and finish it and maybe even get into another one. I, I'm not like that. I wish I was, and, and maybe I can become like that, but um, too often I'll pick up a book, start it, I'll read for a week, two, whatever, um, and then I lose sight of it and... and then I got to restart over again. It's, it's kind of frustrating and ridiculous, but I started this one again. It's the first in the border trilogy of what it's called the border trilogy. Um, it reads like my idea of what a Western film should look like, sound like, and kind of, you know, you, you, your senses kind of, um, wake and are heightened and, to this idea in your head of what, um, you know, a Western movie should, should be like. Um, it has the feel, and what I mean by that is, like, I like, it has a feel of, like, a film like No Country for Old Men, which, to me, is kind of like a Western. Um, 
it's it's the book is so far poignant and moving um but it's it's got this raw dark mysterious edge um almost in every page and i really find that appealing in a book and a movie um and no country for old men was is certainly in my top uh favorite list of of films um so check that out if you uh are ever interested in something like i described and or you've heard about Cormac mccarthy and want to check out some of his stuff uh it's again all the pretty horses um i mentioned this on my twitter page recently uh, didn't really mean it as a gag or anything uh i mean i kind of joked a little bit on what i posted but um so you guys have heard me mention i'm sure at least one of you probably some maybe most are familiar with uh jocko willink former navy seal you know has his own podcast he writes books he writes children's books he works for a company called Echelon Front that helps businesses and and teaches leadership skills and he also contributes to a company out of Maine that I um really like and uh purchase from uh, called Origin up in Maine. Um their founder Pete Roberts uh they've combined to um get together and create some line of supplements, nutrition and drinks and stuff like that that Jocko's contributed his name and also just his ideas, I guess, and everything to that, that I purchase and, and I'm a loyal customer too, because they're terrific. But, um, anyway, Jocko liked and responded to a couple tweets that I posted and, and mentioned, and I had mentioned how it was a really cool feeling. Uh, I had posted it on Twitter and, you know, he seems like a really good guy and his work, um, a lot of it is to kind of remind people of life lessons that, you know, he's not reinventing anything, but sometimes we need to be reminded of things and sometimes it takes other people to do that. And he reminds people of these lessons of life that have been around for probably eternity. Um, that, you know, his work is good and, and purposeful work. He's trying to help others. Um, even if he kind of shies away from taking much credit, uh, if any at all, for the help and uh, inspiration that he's providing others. Um, the same with many out there on other podcasts and throughout our world that go unnoticed. I mean, there's a lot of people that just you live by, you walk by, you drive by that are doing some inspiring things and, and don't really get the the kind of fandom or kind of accolades about it um so it was a a really neat experience and i hope to have more interactions with him and others that i respect in the future as i continue to produce this podcast um obviously it would be really cool to at some point on this uh, this project someday interview him and some of the other guys that i really admire and I think have provided some valuable uh, things to the world. Um, so next, right now we're in the deep, you know, we're, we're deep in the heart of winter. You know, late January, um, for many, including myself here in central Ohio, that means some quote-unquote dreary, dreary weather at times. You know, it's cold, it's raw. Uh, there's... 
I don't know, it was probably about a month ago, you know, th- there was days on end. I think we went almost two week, two full weeks where we barely saw the sun. There was barely a hint of sunshine. Um, that's tough. Even for someone like me who kind of, you hear, if, if you watch the local news, which I really don't anymore, but every once in a while or I'll see a video that they've posted about the forecast coming up when I check it in the morning. You get kind of tired of these, you know, just kind of whiny, you know, they're whining about the weather. Um, but even for me, you know, even with that, um, it was tough, like not seeing the sun for almost two full weeks. And that happens from time to time here. Um, just try to make the most of it. Uh, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm always optimistic. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm realistic. Um, but get outside. Uh, make the most of it. Take a silent walk in nature. You know, no, don't take your earbuds. Don't take your, don't take your beats. Don't take, you know, don't take, if you can get a break, don't take any phone calls or don't make any, don't look at your phone. Just get out there. Um, I love it. It's a refuge for me to put myself in the middle of nowhere and listen to just these strange sounds or, or, you know, nature and even just silence. It's refreshing. Um, it's kind of mysterious, you know, you're out there, especially if there's, you live in an area where there, you know, some certain wildlife can be around, and uh, I love it, you know, there's there's not much, there's there's several spots, here in Central Ohio, there's some really great, it's one of the best parts of living here, it's, there's some really great parks in the area, um, and some of them, and then many spots within the parks have areas where you're pretty, you're pretty isolated. You don't really hear the hum of traffic. You don't, you don't hear the highway. You don't, and it's really refreshing. So I would strongly urge you guys, even, even when it's, you know, if you basically, if you don't live in Texas, Florida, or the Gulf Coast, or California, and Southern Arizona, and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's, it can be pretty cold right now, but I, you know, get outside, get some of that vitamin D, and take a walk, and just kind of refresh yourself. Um, and then that brings me to my last bit here for the weekly briefing. Um, it brings me to the idea of peace, what that means, that word. Um, it's bandied about ad nauseum and a lot of it, I don't even think comes close to what I believe it means. Um, I've often never really felt at peace with much of anything. I think I've always kind of had the tendency to have a combative personality or not not necessarily always with people, but just a combative one. You know, you're searching, you're kind of scratching and clawing and trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. And you, you feel a, a need to find people and things to kind of feel like you're fulfilled or it's what you want to be doing, like a, a career or whatever. Um, one of searching, you know, you you know you can feel aimless and frustrated, and you're just seeking for something to offer some benefit of of that feeling of peace of mind. Um, well, today, on my hike with my dog, I think I may have come up with an idea to think about that may give me what I feel the definition of that word actually is. You know, I've always kind of here and there thought about what peace is or what it means to me. 
Um, so I think that peace might be having control over the things you do indeed control, having that mental clarity to know what you can change, um, and then acting upon, upon them towards something better or improved for yourself and, and your life and your world around you. Um, exercising that power within to fulfill whatever future you aim to create, you know, um, it doesn't guarantee it. There really are none, but I think Jordan Peterson said something similar that, but you know, there's, there is a strength and an attractiveness in aiming higher to better your, to better oneself. That does not mean you're going to get what you desire but you're aiming for it. And I think that's incredibly powerful and strong. Um, and on the flip side, peace is also, I think, letting go of the other things around you and within you, which you don't have much, if any, control over at all. Um, and that especially deals with the people around you. I, I think I've gotten a lot better at, um, maybe it was my experience through my divorce and the fallout of all that. But I've really gotten, I, I feel like I'm heading towards a really, really comfortable spot of, you know what? I can only control myself for the most part. Um, I need to focus on that. Being a better dad, being a better uh, member of society, being a better person, being a better friend, being a better you know, family member, whatever. I can't control anybody else doesn't matter how hard I try, what I think, offering my opinions, you know, it doesn't matter. They're going to do what they want to do. And you can't really do much about it. So I think I've gotten better and, you know, it's not a done deal. Nothing really ever is when you're trying to improve yourself. But I think I'm headed that way towards that reconciliation that again, what peace is, like working on yourself, aiming, working towards that, you know, controlling what you can tr control, and then letting the other stuff, for the most part, it doesn't mean things aren't going to bother you, it doesn't, but for the most part, not letting it take sap time out of your day, your mental energy, and just, because that, I believe that is true, you know, and, and, and not allowing things you can't control to do that. So that's that's what I think um, I might, if somebody asked me, what do you think peace is? I think that's what I might tell them. And I was thinking about that today on my hike. Something for you guys to consider. So I will leave you with that. Um, I hope you, I hope you all took some valuable insights or lessons and reminders from what I wanted to discuss for this week. Um, Enjoy your weekend, gentlemen, and work towards betterment. Yourself, your family, your friends, the, the world around you, uh, the things that you can control. All right? Until my next podcast, guys. Cheers.